0: On a cold night in 2011, the Memphis Grizzlies were north of the border to play the Toronto Raptors. The game was tied with 12 seconds left when Rudy Gay got the ball at the top of the key. He took one inside-out dribble, rocked his defender a half-step, and beat him for that patented Rudy Gay right-baseline fadeaway game winner. But we're not here today to talk about Rudy Gay, this game, or even that shot. We're here to talk about one passionate Raptors fan who was at the game in a courtside seat who was forced to watch and endure Rudy Gay beating his beloved hometown team. This tortured Raptors fan recorded the entire moment with his cell phone, creating a viral video and one of planet Earth's best and funniest sports moments.
1: Defense. No, it's Rudy Gay No, 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 not this guy Not this guy No, oh my god You fucking asshole No Fucking Rudy Gay, man 0.8 seconds left Fucking Rudy Gay, man
0: Welcome to First Ballot, a podcast celebrating the sports moments we actually care about. Today, we're judging one of the best NBA videos of all time, and that includes actual highlights. That's right. It's the Rudy fucking gay moment. There's no doubt it's great. You just heard it in all its glory. But is it great enough to make the First Ballot Hall of Fame? I'm your host, Neil, the long-lost Gasol brother, coming to you live from the Shaquille O'Neal Oversized Executive Suite desk chair. Joining us today is the man behind, the voice behind... Rudy, fucking gay, Mister Ehab Baniyoti. Ehab, you're a legend, and I appreciate you coming on the show.
1: Hey, man, I really do appreciate the invite. Uh, it's always great talking to you, my man.
0: My first question to you, sir. Mm-hmm. What were you drinking? How many did you have?
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm a big Molson Canadian uh, beer. <laughs> I love my, I love my Canadian beer, man, and. uh, uh and I, I can't remember how much I, I was drinking, but I'll tell you, um, I had uh, I had my buddy out for that game, and I, I was the one inviting him. So he was like, "Listen, drinks are on me tonight," <laughs> and he just kept he kept they kept coming in. So good
0: for you, hey, uh, good for you. Yeah, before we talk about the game, mm-hmm. tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? What you do for a living? Tell us about you.
1: Oh, well, you know, man, I, I, um,
0: I've kind of
1: traveled all around the world. I, I grew up in Toronto. Um, I've lived in London, England. I've lived in Dubai. Um, I've lived in Sudan. So i just uh, kind of been all around the world. Um, I have a medical background, uh, but currently I am working for a uh, pharmaceutical company that's uh, uh, involved in, like, neurosciences. Amazing.
0: I love the fact that the guy behind Rudy fucking gay is also working in neuroscience. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: I I, I was really mad at the coach that all, you know, that anger and uh, it it really was directed towards uh, the coach, uh, Jay Trian or Raptors head coach at the time, because he, 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 he put out the wrong lineup. He was running the wrong (laughs) plays, and, and, it seemed like i was shouting at him the whole game he wasn't listening so i was pretty much
0: directed towards oh my god i love this all right let me play the clip here robbie we're gonna play the clip here we go
1: defense no it's rudy gay no 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 not this guy not this guy
0: you're a legend it's the best it's uh, the best it's one of the best nba things ever of all time i love it so much
1: man i i had to see a therapist after that man,
0: <laughs>
1: man that video still gives me chills man i, I can't believe <laughs> they, they let him open like that and then and everyone knew i knew he was going basic it it just uh oh.
0: It, th- that's another part of that's another favorite of mine is that you you can hear in your voice that you knew it was going to go to rudy gay and you knew he was going to end up getting an open shot doing that rudy gay thing and i just appreciate that you 100 percent called it you knew it yeah yeah i know i i i did i see
1: i saw it and and nobody did a damn thing man i'm i'm, really, <laughs> I'm still mad about it <laughs>
0: all right now who are you calling a fucking asshole in that video
1: okay okay i know i know <laughs> it, it, it might have been rudy people thought it was rudy i love rudy man i met him after that game uh as he was going to the locker and he was super chill it wasn't rudy man it was head coach of the toronto Raptors <laughs> Triano. <laughs> to this day i will never forgive him
0: never he's he's re- he is and re- if, if you haven't seen the video go to our instagram at first ballot hof he the clip is there jay triano is right in front of you as you're as you're screaming yeah. fucking asshole so it looks it looks like you're calling jay triano the fucking ass yes
1: yes A- and as he turns around to call timeout he looks right at me you can see it in the camera as soon as <laughs> as soon as the shot goes in he calls timeout he turns around He looks right at me, and I'm just staring right at him like, I can't believe you, man. I can't believe
0: you. (laughs) What do you remember about Rudy Gay at that point in his career?
1: He was was a killer. He was a sniper, man. Uh, Rudy, like Memphis was such an underrated team. Yes. And I remember this was, I think, maybe the – Second season for Miami, and they, they 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 had started out hot and Memphis was one of the teams that beat them.
0: That's right. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah,
1: Memphis was one of the teams that beat them that year, and Rudy had the game-winning shot. Yes, you're exactly right. Same exact move, man. He just went baseline and it was LeBron guarding him, and he shot it, and uh I like I was like, man, this guy's a bad boy. Like he's he he's a real deal. So
0: I just so it, you knew you knew it was coming. It
1: just played out of my head, you know, in the court. I knew Rudy was the best, their best player. He had the ball. I'm looking at the at the freaking clock. <laughs> once, once I start, once that first no starts coming out, I'm actually looking at the clock and I'm seeing it's like 14, 13, 12. and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he 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 wants to finish us off, right? There's no chance we're gonna get get a possession if we don't stop him. So, um, yeah, it, it just, uh, he's a, he's an incredible player. He, he he ended up playing for us. So like I root for the guy always. And, uh, like me and him are always connected. Cause it is a
0: hundred percent. Why did you upload this video? Did you know it was funny?
1: No, you know, it was funny that I I think what happened, I, I, posted it i uploaded it like I, at that time youtube was new right uh right like it was just like it was like three four years or whatever and and like i was just getting into it i was I had uploaded some videos from vacation um so it just you know i, I had shot a couple videos at the game and that one was the game winner and it was just like i posted it thinking I knew it like i knew rudy was gonna score this and nobody would listen i i didn't even think it was funny kind of me shouting or whatever it was just me trying to prove that hey this guy was open and i was trying to sit tell people tell the coach and tell the players and stream (laughs) double team them or you know do something and uh and then it it actually next day i wake up and you know, my brother messages me. He's like, hey, man, you got to go check Twitter. Um, what? What's going on? And I, that's when I started seeing the views. Like, I think that first night, it went up to like 200,000 views or something, which was which a crazy amount back in like 2011.
0: What was the reaction to you at the game? Like, what was the reaction from fans around you as, as you <laughs> exploded? Uh,
1: Hey, you know, you know, I I, I I did hear someone laugh kinda at the back. I remember I, I didn't think much at the time. You know, I wasn't in a the like, best state of mind like
0: <laughs> Now you're a lifelong Raptors fan, or at least as long as the Raptors have been a team, correct?
1: Yes, sir, since 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 the inaugural season, ninety-five. What is
0: the biggest moment in your Raptor fan history? Is it the Rudy fucking gay moment that you're a part of. I'm a part of you're the star of it. You created a moment that will last. If I have anything to say with it forever (laughs) or the Raptors championship with Kawhi.
1: Hey man. Hey man. That, you know, you know, that was really special. That was really special that year with Kawhi. I wouldn't trade anything in the world for that. I, I, I gotta go with Kawhi. Um, the shot with against Philly, it, yes. it, it, it's poetic in so many it senses. It, it will never be duplicated. It's it's timeless. It's it's a sh- game seven at the buzzer, game winning shot that bounced four times, just bounced. Pop pop pop
0: pop. I want to say something, yeah. And this might be because I'm in I've been inundated with the sh- the highlights of the Kawhi four balance game winner mm-hmm. over the six years. Mm-hmm. The replay value on your clip versus the Kawhi four balance game winner. I enjoy and get more I derive more entertainment from your clip of you freaking out <laughs> on that Rudy Gay shot than I do from the Kawhi. Now I'm not a Raptors fan, so mm-hmm. It makes a bit a bit of sense, but your to me your clip is so entertaining that I think it's at least in the conversation. For I mean, there's a reason why I'm doing a podcast on your moment rather than Kawhi's four bounce game winner.
1: Wow, man, I I, I really appreciate that. That's uh, you know I I feel I feel honored that you put my video up there.
0: It's the best. Um, who are the other opposing players that make you yell? No, not this guy. Who are your least favorite players to see? Because you're worried they're going to destroy the Raptors.
1: Does it have to be current players or players? Like no, that? no,
0: no. Any any player.
1: Any player, in, like from the past too, right? Yes. Um, look, God rest his soul. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was killer. He was a Raptors killer. He, I think, he's had in his career maybe three game winners against the Raptors. Oh like, my god! Actual like game winners. Um. I will never forget that guy. He was he was a Raptors killer. You got to think LeBron too in in the playoffs. Yes, uh, when you know in the last I think between two thousand fourteen and two (laughs) thousand eighteen, he pretty much owned Toronto.
0: Oh my god! They called it. it, it, That's a fascinating question to debate. Yeah, who do Raptors fans? hate or or fear more was it kobe in his 81 or bron
1: bouncing you guys yeah whatever
0: it was three or four straight they scenes. used
1: to call him lebronto lebronto you
0: have <laughs> yeah, you know what this one last uh, i have one last questions but one last parting thought before i get to the last question mm-hmm. is, if i was an nba player i would want this video tied to me To me, it's like the coolest, (laughs) funniest, funnest, most entertaining thing. Like if I'm Rudy Gay and I retire and like people bring that up and tweet about it, I'd be like, that's the fucking best that like people that that moment is tied to me. I won this game winner. (laughs) This dude freaked out and said all this like really cool. You know, I mean, obviously you're mad, but it's it's clear you respect him. It's clear you knew he was going to do what he did. I just, I would love it if I was an NBA player and that moment was tied to me. Whew,
1: uh Rudy, Rudy, I know has seen it. And I do recall him also posting something on Instagram about it. Um, obviously, I you know, for sure, everything you said, like it, it came out of respect. And like I told you, I wasn't mad at him in the video. Uh, it was more, you know, directed towards the Raptors, um, which they definitely deserved it at the time. But uh I respect this game so much, and uh, yeah, I hope I, I hope I get to run into him again one day.'ll hopefully you probably know who I am if i if I mention it.:
0: A hundred percent I will. Ehab, thank you so much for doing the show. Before you go, one last question.: Yes, sir. Will you yell at me for the show? Will you pretend that Neil has the ball and that I'm driving on Julian Wright? and I'm going to go score the game-winning basket. Will you yell at me? Don't do this to me,
1: man. (laughs) 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 I've been through a lot of therapy, man. No, not (laughs) this guy.
2: Not this guy, man.
1: (laughs) Fucking asshole.
0: Rudy fucking gay is clearly a great moment in sports, But is it a first ballot Hall of Famer? Each week we go through our Hall of Fame credentials to decide exactly that. And here to do that with me today is Memphis Grizzly superfan and one of the best NBA Twitter follows, Molly Morrison. Molly, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it.
2: Of course. It's an honor to be here to discuss such an iconic sports moment.
0: It's so much fun. Let's table set for a moment. Uh, Favorite sport, favorite team, favorite player.
2: Okay, well, I think it's obvious. What if I'm just like football, hockey? (laughs) Um, My favorite sport is basketball. I am an NBA fan above all else. I'm a Grizzlies fan. And favorite all-time player is Zach Randolph.
0: Zach Randolph is the best.
2: He's just special.
0: (laughs) Can I say something quickly about the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah. My whole thing is... I care about the Lakers and I do not care about anyone else. Like the rest of the NBA teams could genuinely get swallowed up by the earth. I don't care about them more often than not. When you leave the Lakers as a player and you go to another team, I go, who cares? Like, I just don't care about other teams, the Memphis Grizzlies, okay. the grit and grind era. And now with Ja, are one of the few franchises that I go. That seems like a fun team to be behind and to be a fan of.
2: I mean, we're having more fun than you guys right now.
0: How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? I want you to know if you say anything anti-Lakers, it will be censored. You
2: know, it's not anti-Lakers. It's just the We can't really say many good things about your team.
0: But they're, they're quite. Bad.
2: yeah, the Grizzlies, it's kind of weird because during the Grit and Grind era, the fans knew how special the moment was. Super fans of the NBA, like yourself, might have known. But, you know, the general public didn't. And then now we're kind of having to, for the first time, as a right. franchise, share that moment with the world. And it's right. it's exciting. You know, it's like that's what you want. But at the same time, it's it's definitely weird because people are acting like the Grizzlies just, just, just came out of nowhere, right? Like we've been here. We've been awesome. I mean, we've never had anyone like Jaws. So it is understandable, but it's certainly... We've had our shine before.
0: I love that you guys have a unifying theme. I love that the grit and grind thing era seemed like it organically came from the team and the way they played and and it has stuck around. And it seems like now, if you join Memphis, the presumption is that you're going to be grittier and grindier
2: and
0: and sort of fall in line, which I think is lovely.
2: Yeah, you know, all of the, most fun teams in history have identities. And I think that is what differentiates the Grizzlies from, you know, maybe a different team. Like you think about the bad boys, great and grind. I mean, those, it's just special. It's so special to have an identity that can make people drawn to you.
0: That's exactly right. Molly, let's dive into this moment. You've seen the clip. Yes.
2: I have. I watched it this morning and I kind of wish I had not but I was giggling. I was Giggling, it's
0: story. so it's so full of love and hate, and it's so much fun to think about and to listen to. Every time I get the chance to reference it or re-listen to it, I, I take that opportunity, and it, it always brings me a yeah. small piece of joy. Let's listen to it here on my computer. Hold on one second. I love the defense chant at
2: <laughs> the
0: the defense chant. It feels like he believes that he's playing. Like it feels like he believes no. the louder and the harder I chant this, the more impact it will have on the defense.
2: It, it's. It really is the best intro to the video. It almost makes the video. It's underrated.
0: It really scores immediately, like right out of the shoot. How serious he's
2: taking exactly this the energy, like right off the bat, is just set.
1: Defense. <gasps> defense. Mm-hmm. Defense 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 no it's rudy gay no,
0: no! <laughs> okay so i love the fact that he oh, it God. takes a moment for him to to gather that rudy gay has the ball at the oh top of the key.
2: Right, right and then
0: it's pure fear
2: it's it's fear like there's never been before like rudy <laughs> gay does not know what this guy seems to know about that's him. right
0: yes it's it's like he can see it's like he can see the future he knows what's going to happen it's it's abject terror as it lands on him that oh my God, Rudy gay's got the ball. We know what's going to happen here
2: okay i I thought every time I can't not laugh it's it's just
0: impossible and he's got such a we'll get into this in a second, but he's got such a great voice. here we go he does.
1: No! No! Not this guy! Not this guy! No! Oh my God! You
2: fucking asshole! No! No! Wait. Where is it that he hit the shot? I can't tell when Rudy hits the shot.
0: Oh right, yes, it's it's right as he. it's right as he screams i mean i was about to say it's right as he screams the big no but he had screamed no a couple times before that you're right i wonder if that's a reason if that is that a mark against this moment that as you just listen to the audio you're not exactly sure because he's in pure terror the whole time
2: you know it could be a negative against the moment but also be a positive for the moment because it's kind of hilarious that like yes stayed at a hundred could he have even gone further <laughs> is the question.
0: it's a great question i appreciate you bringing it up uh let's discuss our first credential these are the categories by which we judge our moment the first credential is the analytics of the moment these are notable stats that help the moment. Any notable stats that help the moment? Now, let me go through Rudy Gay's box score for that game. He had 21 points on 8 of 20 shooting, yeah. 7 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal and 1 block. So we had a decent game including the game winner. I mean, that's a nice night. Yeah. Ehab's he, he stats on the other hand, he screamed no six times. He yelled not this guy twice. He called the Raptors coach a fucking asshole. And he finished with two fucking Rudy Gay, man. Yeah. <laughs> he finished with two of those, which is uh, a great night for Ehab.
2: I would love to know like a few things. I would love to know Rudy Gay's shooting percentage in the last minute of a game. I would love to know Rudy Gay's, what he was averaging that season. Um,
0: let me, let me answer that. So in 2016, this game, hold on. To be clear, hold on. Let me ch- just double check. This
2: game was in twenty sixteen. No, no,
0: no. This game was in twenty eleven.
2: Uh, yeah, I was like, because yeah. I was a kid, kid when this game happened.
0: Yes, this is this is this game happened in twenty eleven. But in twenty sixteen, ESPN stats and info tweeted a stat that says over the last ten years. So from twenty sixteen to 2006 which included this season this this 2011 shot was then in the heart of that over those 10 seasons the best field goal percentage in the last five seconds of the fourth quarter and ot belong to rudy gay
2: we're joking no
0: rudy gay was 17 of 38 in the last five seconds of fourth quarter and overtime shot 44 next after him dirk Nowitzki, then joe johnson damian lillard uh, pardon, Vince Carter, than Damian Lillard. So Rudy Gay was a killer that season. Before this game, which again was in January, Rudy Gay had taken one, two, three, four game, win, you know, game-ending shots for all intents and purposes, including the big one of that season was when the Grizzlies beat Miami in LeBron's first season in Miami. Miami, if you remember correctly, started out rough. They started out five and four. Um, And this was, you know, after LeBron goes, you know, it won't be six championships, not seven, not eight. Um, They start out five and four in the season. And the Grizzlies beat them on Rudy Gay's last second shot. So Rudy Gay had done this already and taken a number of game deciding shots that season prior to this moment so when he have sees him and goes no not this guy it's because he remembers the front half of the season rudy gay doing exactly this so,
2: so the thing about rudy gay it's funny because people see me and they see how long i've been a fan but you have to take in mind like i was 11 and that video happened unbelievable I know, I know it's it's very strange so i was starting to become a very big Grizzlies fan during the Rudy Gay era. However, I don't recall as much as like a person whose brain is, uh, fully formed. formed. (laughs) Are you allowed?
0: Are you allowed Molly at that age to stay up and watch the Grizzlies?
2: You know, I don't even, I don't even remember. Is is there something wrong with me? I, I do remember Rudy Gay getting traded and crying in a Target parking lot.
0: Wow.
2: And I do remember coming home and my mom was in the laundry room and I broke the news. Anyways, <laughs> that's just so not important in the grand scheme of things. Back to the video. What makes this video funnier is that when like, you think of Rudy Gay, however many years later, he's not like an all-time great, you right. know? Right. He, so I think that adds to the video. Is, I agree. It doesn't quite matter that he, because he he was, I mean he was their leading scorer. He was amazing. He was the star. Uh, I mean, you remember that slam cover where it was it was mm-hmm. the four the core four: Mike Conley, mm-hmm. Zach Randolph, Marcus Ald, Tony Allen. Just for anyone that doesn't know, and Rudy Gay in the smack dab center. I think so. But now, when you think of Rudy Gay, like you're not going, man, like Rudy Gay. That was right. the guy that I was afraid of. Right.
0: So, I think to your point, you could make the argument that when you when we look back at Rudy's Gay's career, you could put this video in Ehab Baniyoti in the top five moments of his career. Like I think you could make a legitimate case, and that is a testament to Rudy uh, still going after and looking for that championship. And yeah. also this video being top flight, this moment being tremendous, it being in a player's top five moments (laughs) authentically and genuinely to me speaks to the greatness of the moment. I think that's an interesting thing to consider.
2: That is interesting because sometimes when I do hear his name, that video comes to mind.
0: A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. No, what's interesting is switch that with like a worse player and then a better player. And I think it's funny in all scenarios. Like, (laughs) I think it's hilarious if it's like someone who's genuinely like like a scrub, and I'm not going to say any names because like don't want to dig anyone. But then switch it with even like Kawhi Leonard, who is probably my biggest fear <laughs> at the end of a game. Maybe him and KD. Um, so I think it's still funny. I I do.
0: I do too. It's 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 there's just a again I just use the word genuine, but there's a genuine emotion. And that's what you hear screaming through the video is genuine emotion. And that is funny. You're right, tied to anyone. It's it's particularly funny tied to someone that's not the superstar. But I think it I think it transcends.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: The next category: you mad, Robbie, play my camera on clip.
2: You mad, you You mad, mad. You mad.
0: Okay, here we go. You mad is a category. Did this make anybody? mad. Yes, 100%. This moment made Ihab Baniyoti mad. Rob, play the clip again. Play a couple bites.
1: No! No! No!
0: Perfect. Um, He's he's so angry, and he's genuinely angry, and I think that that's what people respond to is that if you've watched, if you have a favorite team, and you've watched them lose in crushing fashion, you've been where Ihab Baniyoti was that night.
2: I mean, Fans who any fan of sports has felt the crushing moment that, you know, an opponent has hit the shot or scored the touchdown. So I think that that's like kind of what brings a smile to people's faces is that they can see themselves, even if they weren't screaming that stuff, it was in their heads. Right. Like a lot of us aren't bold enough to scream not in an arena but you know we've thought it we
0: have i think uh, another thing to add is that if you watch the video and again if you haven't seen the clip it's on our instagram at first ballot hof ehab is sitting probably three or four rows off the floor just about half court so this isn't just a stark raving uh you know lunatic in an arena He's in prime territory. There's a lot of rich people around him. Like they, a hundred percent, he had people's attention. There's no doubt that Jay Triano, the Raptors coach at the time, heard had Baniyoti yelling these things.
2: That's true. You know, the clip I watched this morning, I think it was like a video of the shot with like the soundbite. Yes. Yep. So I forgot. He was like around center court, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was yeah. yeah. Down. <laughs> I do. that. That does add to it.
0: He's not just mad. He's mad and under the spotlight. Like he's right, right. there,
2: right? Like Rudy Gay might have heard him. Honestly, a
0: hundred. I, I, I think it's. I think it's a distinct possibility. Uh, the next category is the eye test. What did you see, Molly? What did you see in this clip, in this shot, in this moment that goes beyond the stats? That goes beyond what you heard in the video.
2: Number one, I think like the shaky camera work really like adds adds to the impact of i this.
0: agree
2: oh and then how he casually just like becomes like an announcer in that and he's, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love those ads you're right it's it's like a little nba horror film there's like real fear there's real anger and it's it's the shaky camera it's like a modern day nba horror film right i love that ad I love that, and it 100% adds to it. Um, yes, him him dropping into to also mention the time remaining, <laughs> like trying to trying to get back to zero and mentioning the time right, remaining. is right. just a lot of fun.
2: Too much at once.
0: The next credential is the ear test. What did you hear in this clip that makes it special, Molly? You go first.
2: I mean, besides the obvious, the beginning, the defense chant is just phenomenal. Gold. It's gold. First of all, I think the defense chant is just, like, kind of hilarious because my theory, and I'm pretty sure other people probably feel this way, is that the defense chant kind of gives the offense a rhythm, you know, just a little,
0: Interesting.
2: like, it's like, okay. Right.
0: I love that ad. I've never considered that. I think you're absolutely right. But I've I have never in my life considered that. And I think you're absolutely right. It sort of gives you a beat and a rhythm.
2: Thank you. Yes,
0: I th- I think that's brilliant.
2: Thank you. Wow. I mean, I just assume other people feel this way because it feels sort of like a not so far-fetched thought, but I've right. always felt like we should all just scream.
0: Yes. I I this is blowing this is ripping the top of my head off. You're right. You just want to create a cacophony of madness. Right. So they're yes. like what is going on?
2: Like during free throws how you go like that yes. like with those little whatever they're called. It's like why do we get We're literally like like imagine you're dribbling a ball of court and it's like defense and you're like, okay, like, defense. You're like, yeah, like, let's go. I don't know. I feel like it always, I, I personally feel like they always score. I
0: love crazy. this idea. You need to get out in front of this. You need to brand this like the Molly Morrison method. You need to tweet about it now so that if anyone starts doing it, you can go, this was my idea. You've taken this. I created this and gave it to the world. And it's the idea that you just create terror In these moments where these players are trying to perform at their best, you just create terror and throw them off.
2: Exactly. There you go.
0: I love that idea. Okay. So the defense, it is phenomenal. I also, in terms of him chanting defense, and this is going to be very arrogant, but it's the truth. When I watch a game, particularly when I'm there live, I do not chant defense because I think I'm better than that. (laughs) I think that's like, you're young, you're like enthusiastic, you're like, you don't know the game. You think you're going to impact it. I think I'm better. So I don't cheer defense like that. But to hear him, to hear it start and for him to join, I think he's overtaken by the communal moment of he everyone is. trying to help.
2: And we've all been there. For me, I think I'm way too good to ever try to catch a T-shirt.
0: Like, <laughs> Right.
2: I've always felt that way. I'm, like, <laughs> Even when I was like 10, I was just like sitting there like, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, there's something humil. You know what else is humiliating? I thought this the other day. Playing defense, you're literally like standing in front of someone waving your arms in their face. I could never do it.
0: <laughs> you think it's embarrassing to be to be exerting yourself and trying very hard in front it of someone? It's not.
2: It's not because they look so <laughs> natural when they do it because they're professionals. But if I just like i playing in my driveway and trying to defend. Like, that's humiliating. That's
0: so but, yeah. funny. The idea that playing defense is
2: humiliating. That's is.
0: very funny.
2: <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to... What, what were we saying? Back to the ear test. If we go to the end where he's just screaming these profanities the whole time. he's He's just simply... <laughs> like he turns into a madman and then you see him just go all right there's 0.8 seconds left on the clock <laughs> Best announcer voice it's kind of like wait a minute
0: <laughs> you're absolutely right make. it's a great note he has he has lost it ehab has lost it and then it's like he's like oh I, i'm on air here for a second i got to gather myself 0.8 seconds on the clock you uh, i love that ad you're exactly right the next category is the test of time That is when we compare our moment to other moments like it in history. The first one I want to present to you, Molly, have you seen the clip of Russell Westbrook and James Harden at the Astros game? No. If you've, if you've not seen it again, it's on our Instagram, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Now these are great fan reaction moments. Russell Westbrook and James Harden are at the Houston Astros baseball game. They're sitting behind home plate on camera, and it is very clear that they're on the moon high. Like they're out of their minds high. And a, a pitch happens and it looks I don't even think it's like a curveball. Like I think it's just a fastball and Russ and James Harden both lean to the side like, "Oh my god, it's about to hit me." In it's completely synchronized movement. They both duck out of the way because they're again on Jupiter. And I think that's a very funny live fan reaction. In this case, our fans being celebrity NBA basketball players and and the sporting event being a baseball game. But uh, aside from that, there, there's there's no audio to it, which I think limits the Russ yeah. Harden baseball moment from being an all-timer. Uh, the next one that I want to pitch to you is have you seen the moment when Max Kellerman says um, – he wants Iguadala to yeah. take the last second shot. Okay. So that's obviously a phenomenal soundbite. It the, is. The way I was introduced to that clip was someone who was recording their television as that happened. And his reaction to that moment is world class. All right, let's listen Wait, to this. Really? Yes, let's listen to this. Just listen. Oh,
2: God, I'm excited. With the
0: game on the line, one shot, who would you rather have taking it? Iggy? State open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want
2: Iguadala. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I mean,
0: that's such a true laugh.
2: I, I, I mean, like, the, the hater in me wants to be like, okay, did he go back and play that? <laughs> right. And like he probably did, which like kind of ruins that for me. I think what what adds to the Rudy Gay moment is that there it was live. There was no faking it. It was just a, authentic. A
0: gl- you're absolutely right. That slide that behind you're exactly right. It, that does not compete because he he certainly rewound it and and replayed it. Although that laugh is infectious. Rob, play that laugh once more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good laugh. It's but a great laugh. But there's something about just like. That's why people love, you know, going on Twitter when there's a big game happening. I mean, there's something fascinating about seeing people because you're feeling a certain way and you want to say, yes. oh, are they feeling yes. a certain way too? Are they yep. noticing these things? So yeah.
0: You're connected. You're connected because you've you've right. been through it, you're enjoying it, or you're not enjoying it in the same way that that this person is. Completely agree. Tell exactly. tell me about your tell me about the Maiden Memphis uh Twitter account and how you sort of started it.
2: Yeah, so I started that account because I used to live at the the age of 12 or 13 because Mm. I think that's when you're allowed to be on Twitter. So at the age of 13, (laughs) I used to live tweet Grizzlies games on my personal Twitter. And my friends would literally be like, Molly, we're going to unfollow you. We we don't need 20 tweets about the Grizzlies. And I'm like, you know, that's fair. I wasn't mad. I was like, they're not like it makes sense. So I started this account and it was literally like the most trash <laughs> account to ever exist. I mean, I'm over here tweeting like, oh, like John Lewis for three, like <laughs> stuff like that. And, you know, eventually as the years go by, my tweets start to reflect that of a young woman learning more about basketball <laughs> and a young woman learning more about punctuate, about about (laughs) how to write and communicate our thoughts. And I think eventually I kind of started to get more followers and that continued and it just sort of happened. It's weird because it felt like it happened gradually, but at the same time, like all of a sudden, so I don't
0: know. Uh, So what what are your plans for the future? What do you want to get into? I know you said you're a college senior now, but what do you ultimately want to move into?
2: That's a really good question, um, and I guess this is sort of like.
0: And what's the dream, Molly? Don't give me some corny answer about it. I want to know like what your dream job is. I you can't say like astronaut because you're you're probably you've probably passed the point where you could train to become an astronaut. I hate to say all of you that. Yeah. But what's uh, your dream job?
2: I want to do what I'm doing right now and talk about basketball. I want to talk about the NBA. I do love to write. I think my dream job at the end of the day, I love writing. Mm. And I love sports writing. I love writing, not about sports. I love fiction. God, I always get confused. I'm like, okay, fiction is not. Yeah, I love
1: fiction.
2: (laughs) So eventually I would love to write a book. I think that's probably my dream, a fiction book, Not, not a sports book, not a biography, but we'll see. That's
0: awesome. Well, it's clear. I mean, I follow you and I follow you because you make me laugh. Um, So I think, you know, my advice to you, uh, not that you asked for it, my advice to you is keep your sense of humor as a thread through anything that you're doing, because I think you're very funny.
2: Thank you. I mean, yeah, I think my biggest goal is to do something that's authentic and feels like I'm being myself, which is what my Twitter account is. Um, So I think I want to, you know, continue doing something creatively, but also something that isn't straining my creativity at the same time. So yeah, just, I want to create cool things. I want to take these next few years to figure out what I love doing and I'm excited. I want to stay in this space for a while.
0: I think you've got a long career ahead of you. And thanks again for doing the show. The next credential to consider is the X factor. Is there something else that adds to this moment's greatness? I'd like to pitch one to you. Molly. Okay. this became a bit of a meme. Now, you mentioned early on that you saw a video where they took Ehab's audio and cut it on top of the normal television right. broadcast of the game. Other people used Ehab's audio <clears throat> and stuck it on other clips. My favorite is Boromir's death scene from Lord of the Rings. Now, <laughs> Molly, do you know what Lord of the Rings is and do you know what who Boromir is and that he died? Have you seen that mm-hmm. scene?
2: no okay. now I do. All and right. now, now i'm spoiled forever
0: <laughs> i feel like i've tipped my hand and showed you all who i am but in lord of the rings a character named boromir and again i'm not even a lord of the rings super fan and i realize that given what i've just said it seems like i'm now lying to cover myself and make myself look better like, i didn't
2: like
0: it <laughs> i promise you i don't know the circumstances of this all i know is that boromir dies i saw the first lord of the rings Boromir dies, and someone used this audio under Boromir. So there's some giant, like gross looking hideous monster thing that that pops up in this movie has a gigantic bow and arrow i mean it's the size of which you've never seen before in your life he, he, he draws this bow back and he fires this gigantic arrow into boromir's chest and all the while you're hearing ehab Baniyoti go no not this guy and you see this hey, big monster crazy. step up. it's phenomenal it really adds to this moment if you enjoy ehab's audio watch this extra clip online it'll be on our instagram it's it's worth it and it adds to this moment
2: i will do that
0: we're coming down to it molly okay the next credential is the cosine. molly morrison should rudy fucking gay make the first ballot hall of fame and why
2: how many are allowed
0: it's, the that's the thing it's it's There's no limit, but the only test, the only test is true greatness. This isn't something where we just let stuff in willy nilly. There is a bar here that we have to establish, and you're helping me do that, Molly. So we have to decide if this gets in. Could other moments that surpass it? Will they automatically go in? We're we're deciding this together, you and I, right now. We're forming what this Hall of Fame is. This is serious. This is, is, I need your earnest effort here. You need to tell me, should Rudy Gay's moment, Rudy fucking Gay, man, should it make the first belt Hall of Fame and why? It
2: should. It should. Because it's hilarious. And that is my answer. I think we gave all of the reasons before. It is hilarious. I mean, I don't think many people could watch that and not crack a smile. It should.
0: <sighs> Molly, I appreciate your words. It's now time for the induction speech. This is the moment where I and I alone have to decide whether Rudy Gay and Mr. Ehab Baniyoti make the first Bell Hall of Fame. I appreciate everything you said. I appreciate your conversation. it's so my opinion, isn't it? I'm taking it into account, Molly. But ultimately, <laughs> really? the decision lies in my hands. I could dismiss everything that you've said previously and, and go off on my own and say, no, it's not making it. That said, to me, this is the fan experience distilled to its purest form. It is part unbridled anger. It's part disgust. It's also part of a keen, accurate sports prediction. He predicted this. He, he knew what was going to happen. And he, he was did.
2: right. He was right. He was, no one's ever been more right.
0: And on top of all that, it's clear as you listen to the audio that Ehab Baniyoti is also having a blast. He's having a fun time, yes, even yes. though he's furious.
2: Yeah. I couldn't agree more.
0: How many of us have had the opportunity to call an NBA coach a fucking asshole from feet away?
2: Gosh. And he couldn't even get kicked out of the arena because it was like over.
0: (laughs) He's a legend. It's the type of moment that lasts forever. I will never forget Rudy's gay shot. Uh, over the raptors in january of 2011 i'm not a rudy gay fan i'm not a raptor fan january basketball games don't mean anything but that moment created a memory that will live with me forever and that's why this moment will also go in the first ballot hall of fame yay
2: we did it joe
0: (laughs) molly thank you so much for being on the show welcome to the hall rudy fucking gay molly 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 what can what can we what can we plug for you? What are you working on? Tell us your Instagram handles. How can people follow you?
2: All right. Well, I have a link tree in my Twitter bio. My Twitter is Molly M. My Instagram is in there, Molly underscore Morrison. And right now, can't plug anything but my socials, but be on the lookout because very soon. I will be employed. I'm manifesting it.
0: There it is. And I believe it too. I want you to start working on the treatment for the book, which is the Molly Morrison method, which is, which I love the M's of that. And it is you instructing fans how to create pure abject terror at the end of games to create an environment where athletes cannot perform at their peak and and are instead wondering what on earth is going on. And it will all have been, started on this podcast from molly morrison that's your assignment molly
2: okay i will get right to that i'm serious you've you've really instilled confidence in that in that idea
0: you can do it it's 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 perfect and it's the type of thing that sports fans everywhere will get behind and you've got to brand it you've got to connect your name to it don't let them take this from you this is your meal ticket molly okay (laughs) thank you so much molly for being on the show i really appreciate it that's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening. First Ballot is edited by my friend Rob Arrucci. Produced by Jessica Sang. Music by Rhythm J. Follow him on social at Rhythm J. Logo by Rob Harskamp. Big thanks to my brother, Mr. Ehab Benioti. Special thanks to the talented Molly Morrison. Rate and review the show. It doesn't really matter. Just come on back. This is First Ballot.